is Connor Lawler. This could be the icing on the cake. Second goal for Carlo. And surely now they're into the Leinster semi-final. Long ball sent into that inside forward line. Oh, and it's broken for James Doyle. Goal chance for Carlo and they've taken it. I talked to Burr Horton today. Burr has coached senior club teams, underage college teams, and takes a keen interest in the local GAA scene. At the moment, he is actually involved with the Grey Cullen senior footballers, and he's come in there with Jason Ryan. And I'm sure Burr will tell us at some stage how that's going for him. So look, Burr, welcome. Uh, Thanks, Gerard. The Tolchin Cup draw. Good or bad for Carlo? Oh, look, I suppose, to be honest, we're, we're seated fourth in the, the draw. Um, we're away to Wicklow on the 13th, May the 13th that weekend. Personally... That match will probably be on the 14th now if, if the the, Harlan. Joe McDonough are yeah. playing on the 13th. But um, listen, that's still to be decided. Yeah, I think Wicklow, the twice we played them, they were there for the taking. Definitely in Dr Cullen, the first day in the league, we had a man sent off with about 25 minutes to go. So we played with 14 men and we got the draw of it. Um, you know, we're, we're playing with a sweeper that Carlos set up at the moment. I think Wicklow is a Division 4 team and other promoted. Congratulations to them. But uh, I'd like the lads to, you know, maybe go at them a little bit more instead of sitting back. And uh, I think we can get a win there, to be honest. Um, Even after the championship, like the championship yeah, was yeah. very disappointing. It, it was disappointing. Goal, was it? Yeah, no, I didn't see that game. At, at, at half time, it was one five to six points, and Carlo were well in control. Just a lapse of concentration. They got in over the the top, and they got a goal. But again, like in the the league, the goal came from a backman making his way out the field, and no one tagged him. So you'd be hoping Carlo will have learned a lot from it. It doesn't, you know, we don't have a repeat of that again. But I'd be quitely confident that we could get a win again, Wicklow, to be honest. Um, the following week, then we're home to Limerick. Just before we're away to Wicklow again, do you think we're, the we're away, away to Wicklow? Away factor, it's a factor. Ah, look, it's a good trip over there, Tockerham. But no, look at the players, they should be going back there, to be honest, Carlo, and trying to prove a point. I know, you know, any player coming out of the grounds that day were bitterly disappointed, as with the management team and selectors and the backroom team. but... I'd be hoping we could go and I'd be confident to be honest because I don't think we showed our best hand that day against Wicklow and I think there's more in us than that. When the players heard the draw yesterday no doubt there was a lot of them listening to it live what do you think the reaction from most of them would have been? Mm. Would they have been delighted to get Wicklow or would they have said oh no I'm not down in Ockram again? Mm. Or Personally I'd know some of the players because they came through with the underage system with us um, speaking for them group of players, definitely they'll relish the challenge. They won't back down. Um, there's a couple of good young lads that are coming through onto the senior team. So, look, I'd be hoping that we'll, we'll live up to the challenge, we'll, we'll take it, we'll go with our chests out and our head high, and I think we'll put in a good performance, and I, and I think we're good enough to beat them. Okay, you're very optimistic. No, I'm confident, confident. And, and I think we should be confident. Um, I know, look at... We're not seeded great in the overall scheme of things, but any Division 4 team that you're playing, like I think we're quite capable and we shouldn't be selling ourselves short. And the players, like you have young, young Hickey there coming through, fine footballer in the midfield, young Shane, Shane Boogie, great chaps, Dara Curran coming through, you know, young John Adon. The trouble is you can't be blooding young fellas and in championship. No, I understand that and, and you have to respect that, but you know, very few of them done 
anything out of place wrong yeah. during the, the, the league campaign. I know young Shane Boogie should be a definite starter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hickey is fantastic there. Uh, he's a fine, big, strong footballer from Kildavan. But you have to blood a couple of them. But them young lads could definitely stand up to the mark, you know. Well, Fair, I have to ask you, doing nothing wrong, is the word you mentioned there. Mm. Carlo only won, got five points in the league. Mm. They beat Waterford, they beat London, they drew a big club. We've gone through that. They could have won it, they could have lost it. Yeah. Where is it going wrong then when we play the likes of Lee from Sligo, Wexford? Did a, did a job Leash Leash was the most disappointing one of the whole lot I just felt we, when we touched on that there was possibly a lack of confidence in the Carlo jersey and, and that's permeating across to all levels except the senior hurlers yeah look i done most of the matches I didn't travel to the Sligo one yeah. um, but again for the first 25 minutes we're just in control we're, we're, we're starting well um, is fitness a problem? Are we running out of steam in the second half? Probably not. I think we're lapping concentration, to be honest, more so. And like down in Waterford, it was interesting because when we had the breeze, we kicked no direct ball into Dara Foley. And then we changed early in the second half against the breeze. We drove in two decent balls to him. We got a goal out of one. And I think we might have got a point broke down out with the other one. So I'd probably, Dara is a big fine lump of a man on the edge of the square and he'd be a handful. He's a skillful. Yeah, and he's a good pair of hands. And I think, I think we should be using him a little bit more um, in there for his strengths. Look at his strengths and try and utilise it. So I'd like a little bit more direct ball. And sometimes when you're playing in opposition and they see that happening, they might drop a man back so it'll double up on him. But that then opens up your middle third for your runners. So I, I wouldn't be afraid to, play a little bit more direct football and that's something I think we lacked in the league so I'd, I'd like to encourage that hopefully yeah, for the Calcutta Cup yeah a lot of Cup. ball you get in within scoring distance and the next minute the ball is back on the half line it is the supporters are heads yeah. are dropping and, and sort of saying and it, even in London shot. today it was interesting because he's out around the halfway line sometimes which is understandable yeah, because he's yeah, yeah because yeah, he's, yeah. he's been frustrated yeah. But again, decent direct ball into him, and you know, with even the best backs in the country, he's he's a handful. But you're not you're not talking about showering ball. Oh no, you're talking no. about just mixing it up a small. A hundred percent, yeah, and and yeah. like inter county players should have the, you know, the vision and and to be able to scan the pitch and just mm-hmm. they should be able to cop if he's in one on one, and just give that direct ball sometimes instead of trying to run it all the time, which Carl or Don. And then sometimes we labour a little bit, we go from left to right and we give the opposition a chance to get back, which is understandable as well. But, you know, the quicker the ball goes in sometimes, now I know that's all, it's easier said sitting here at a table than done on the yeah, pitch, these yeah, things. Yeah. But I know they're working quite hard in the background there. Like I had a cup of coffee with Niall Carew and, you know, they are behind the scenes doing their very, very best with what they have. But, you know, just from an observation, sometimes when you're up doing the radio, you have a great view, you're up higher than most people. And you can see things a little bit different. So I just think yeah. mix, you're, it, you're, mix it a little bit. Obviously, uh, you saw a few things there which maybe you were a bit critical of. Um, well, critical, yeah. Disappointed, I suppose, is, is the, is the more... Yeah. yeah, disappointed yeah. as a Carlo man, yeah. which yeah. I am, a very proud Carlo man. And we've gone to a lot of games over the, the, the years, like, you know, to watch Carlo and support him. But I, I just feel that this group, there's a little bit of unity about them. Um, the camaraderie is great with them. There's a nice bond with them. 
and they're working well, but they're just the results have went again him, and unfortunately, it's results based this game. And I'd be hoping, as I said, and I would be confident that we will go to Wicklow and get a good win to get off the mark. I'd be okay, happy. We won't keep labouring that the whole time. The next game is against Limerick at home, isn't it? Yeah, look, we're always supported well at home. Um, you know, we played some big teams over the years in Dr. Cullen and I suppose one of the memories was, I think, in the Auburn Cup when Dublin came down with Karen Whelan that time and Carla beat yeah, them up. And yeah. So, you know, we can have a couple of surprises in Dr. Cullen Park. We were on Lucky again Monaghan a couple of years ago. Tyrone the same. So, like, Limerick coming. Again, you might have to adjust a little bit because they're a higher-seeded team and maybe go with your sweeper again, a better quality team like that. But, again... Players need to believe in themselves and stand up and be counted and, and, and give it a go in front of the home crowd. And Pat O'Flynn was telling me in a recent po- podcast that Netwatch Cullen Park, we better give it his proper name for in, in, yeah. in, with due respect to the sponsor, but he said that it's a special place when on a Saturday night when the floodlights are on. I don't know if the floodlights are on at this time of the year, but he says when the floodlights are on, it's a special place. And that's essentially what you're suggesting now here. Yeah, but Dr. Cullen is one of the finest around. Like, no, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you travel to Newbridge there and all. Like, it's not a great facility and all the success they've had over the years. Like, Netwatch Cullen Park, is, it's, it's a proper venue. It's a credit to everyone involved over the years, how it was developed up there. And there's nothing more enjoyable on a Saturday or Sunday being at a match up there, to be honest, when the home crowd is there and you're getting results. But again, that'll be a big, big test. And, and that's on the weekend of the 20th. Um, against Limerick and you know again I'm looking forward to it and I'm, I'm sure the players and I've often said like if you, if you could body wise conditioning wise we work very hard so it's just you know the the, the headspace the mentality the belief um, it's I, funny you should say that because the 2018 team Limerick was one of the teams if my memory serves me right that Carlo beat and that was it one of the last three games in the league? Look, could I, been, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I could be, memories of terrible thing, but yeah, I know yeah. they beat Limerick at one stage. Yeah. But that was, that all sort of confirmed what the players were beginning to feel about themselves at the time. Yeah, and I, I think, as I said, from a mindset, things are, you know, talking to some of the players involved there with, with the Carlos setup at the moment, like they're, they had a bonding session there um, last weekend, they, they headed off and they spent the weekend together. But, um, you know, it's important that, that these things happen. And you know, I know. Would you do it yourself now if you're a senior manager, a bonding session. Oh, hundred percent. You would, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually had a meeting last night with the club I'm involved with at the moment. There, Greg Cullen, and we're just discussing the different options of what we're going to do. You know, you know, you have to do team building because you'll always have look at you have a squad of thirty. There's different characters. Uh, some lads will be single. You know, some lads are married with kids different things yeah. lads are travelling up and down the country from colleges everyone has their own you know life but and it's important and, and to get them together you that, I, I, I'd always feel that it's important if you're going to do a bonding session with players you have to bring them out w- away from Carlo altogether yeah like there's no point in bringing let's say fellas up to Newbridge or somewhere like that and put them in. you have to bring them where they can so that they're not within touching distance of Carlo yeah. they have to be down in Limerick they have to be down in Dingle they have to be up in maybe yeah. in Sligo or Roscommon or something I, like I suppose a lot of the bigger teams are lucky enough that they have the finance trail to travel abroad of course, that's which is ideal yeah, you yeah. know but unfortunately in Carlo the, the resources aren't there 
But yeah, well, look. You don't say word about accession was, or. Uh, the Carlo one, yeah, yeah it was yeah. down in Waterford, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, a good, a, yeah. just a bit nearer, yeah, a bit nearer, yeah. Right? No, look, talking to two of the lads there when they came back, it was very enjoyable, okay, and okay. they were very honest and open. They had different things happened over the weekend, and it was good, you know, mm. and that's that's what it's about. And uh, as I said, you know, I I be again, I'm just going back. I I be confident going forward into the okay. Talton Cup that we 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 can get one or two scalps in it. And Longford. That'll be at a, a million to be decided as yeah. far as they can make up. Longford again, they're a big physical team. And won't be in Carlo. No, that's a, that'll be a neutral venue. So you've one home game, one away game, and um, then you have a neutral venue. Um, I suppose the big thing in the Talton Cup this year, I was just reading it there, um, even though you finish third in the group, you still mightn't make it through because it goes on score difference, I'm nearly 100% sure, because New York have a buy into the preliminary quarters. Yeah, there's one team that comes yeah, in. Yeah, so there. even though you finish third in the group, you still mightn't get through on, on your scores, um, which is, you know, it could be unfortunate yeah. for the third team. But uh, it's look, a, it's, you, a, it's ironic because we all love seeing New York beat Leeds, but wouldn't, yeah. be, wouldn't it be terrible now to, to lose out to... And, and it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. But look, that's the way it's designed. And look, yeah. to be honest with you, I've often been um, negative on the GA from the side of view that the training doesn't um, the same ratio at the games doesn't happen. You know, so I'm very happy that there's a lot of games. Some people are saying they're coming too quick, but that's what lads train for. And if you ask any player, what do they want to do? They want to play games, and that's what it's there for. And hopefully, coming into the middle of June there, we, we might still be in with a chance. Okay. Listen, just because you're involved with Grey Cullen, I have to ask you, Leash have Cavan, Offaly and London. Will you be keeping an eye on that? Yeah, look, I suppose Leash, they should beat London. That should be a given. Cavan were unlucky last year not to win the Talton Cup. They were in the final. Um, I believe they're, they're favourites this year, are they, Cavan and... I didn't see the draw, but I'm looking at... I know Mead are there. Cavan Mead, Down are there. Down as well, yeah. So, yeah, so. look, Cavan won't be... They'll probably be, um, you know, in that group favourites. But Leash, I suppose, after the performance against Dublin, and then you see how close Kildare came to them, uh, to Dublin there. You know, Leash, they'll probably look at themselves and wonder what went wrong or how they can rectify it. So, because I'd say they'll be all gun-ho as well to try and make a stamp and, and improve themselves in this competition as well. Yeah, look at Mead. We didn't mention Mead, or did we? Mead, yeah. Look, to me, personally, I, I know I've often said you box at your own weight for a reason, but should Mead really be in it? I know they're not going great up there, but still, they're, they are a powerful... But the results speak for themselves. They do, they do, yeah. Um, but then you see you have Sligo after sneaking into the... The Sam Maguire, so it's hard. It's yeah. it's a hard. Uh, I think the Talton is great. Loads of games, as I said. You know, interesting games. Interesting to see what the outcome will be. But one or two bits like that, you'd wonder. Yeah, but having said that, you're you're slipping into this little. It used to happen years ago at Carlow. We were too good for Division Four. We should be in Division 3, but the results speak for themselves. Oh, 100 percent And that's yeah. what I said. We're seeded. We're actually... Yeah. I, I, yeah. We're so seeded 30. Sligo, Sligo deserve what they got. Yes, 100 percent Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mead will be... I think Kyle Moore will have a point to prove. So it'll be interesting to see like how far he can push in the competition. Okay. Okay. 
who are who's going to win it? Which other spot? Cabin. Cabin. Mm. Fair enough. Go with Cabin. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, yeah, go with Cabin. Yeah. Listen, let's go back to Carlo. Um, yeah. Look, the senior team, the senior footballers have been doing that, but the senior hurlers have. If you look at the underage games this year, we didn't get that much out of either the, the minors or the under 20s. I think only the minor hurlers, I think they'd be Wicklow. Could be wrong, somebody will. Yeah, would take me to task if I'm wrong anyway. Yeah. But after that, the results, most of the results, we didn't win games, but they were disappointing. Like, what's going wrong in your... you? And the reason I ask you is because you've managed minor and under-20 car football teams. Yeah. Look, I was lucky to get the appointment when Ronan Dempsey was there, in fairness, for the yeah. minors and yeah. the 20s. But um, I suppose the players coming in are very passionate. Um, we had a lot of training sessions Sunday mornings you know lads never missed it they were very very good um, our strength and conditioning I felt was very good um, we were well looked after with food after we were very looked after with gear for the players anywhere we travelled we done nearly the first year of the minor we got nearly 10 away practice matches we had a full meal coming home, you know, we had the best of buses. So from that regard, everything is great. It's there. Um, I suppose I often think back to the 1990s with Sean Dempsey and Leash. He really grabbed it by the throat and went in and pushed the skills level and they kind of got their award then in the late 90s with a couple of minors that the one, a uh, couple of under 21s at the time, I think they got the All-Ireland final. He was over them one year. And then Mick all came in and won a Leinster with them. So, but they were a special group of players, weren't they? The war and like you don't always get that special group coming together. And when you do get them together, you have to you have to be able to, to work, work them. with them. Yeah, hundred percent. But I suppose the skill level. I suppose I'd be a little bit disappointed with the players themselves. I'm not sure on the hurling side, but you know, maybe we could run competitions ourselves within our own clubs, um, encouraging both feet. You know, hand pass with both hands and kicking scores with both feet. Like, it's very. I haven't seen a young fella coming through at all that's confident on both feet kicking, kicking scores. And, you know, this is what we should be encouraging, especially at a young age. I'm talking about young age, you're talking about under 13s, uh, even before that within their clubs. So it goes back to us trying to educate the coaches within the clubs. And most people that get involved with the clubs, in fairness, are probably parents because their son is playing. They might have never been involved with coaching before. Yeah, yeah. And it's important for clubs to, you know, attend the coaching seminars that the Carlo County Board will run. Um, I've been at a few of them myself over the years and sometimes they do be poorly attended. So uh, the, the mix isn't happening at the moment. And I'd just be disappointed with the, with the skill level of okay. the youngsters and coming how, through. How, how are we going to... I think we need to address it. Look, when I was in club level, schools level. I suppose. Look, when I was in Aska School, to be honest, um, Eamon Ellis and Tommy Corcoran were prolific in having games after schools. You're only going back about five years now, aren't you? Only about ten years ago, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And maybe a bit more. Yeah, Yeah, well, back that was back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. But Tommy Corcoran wanted hurling, and you played hurling, and Eamon Ellis pushed the football, and you know a lot of good young players come out of that and pushed on and you know done very well for themselves but the seed was sown at an early age um, 
couple of years ago, my uncle O'Hanrens went into Bishop Foley's to, to try and push the underage within the club and that. And I was surprised to see the ratio of kids that didn't play. There could have been a class of 30 and maybe four or five played Gaelic football and then there was massive numbers that didn't. Whereas in the 80s, it was the opposite. You'd kind of look at the four or five that wasn't playing, you'd think there was something wrong with them. You know, being honest. So the ratio isn't happening. And there was actually, in one of the classes, believe it or not, there was four or five players that were excellent. After we'd done the coaching for a couple of weeks, they were, they were brilliant, just naturals. And um, we asked had any interest in coming up to train, and the answer was no. And straight away I was thinking, personally, is it rugby or is it soccer? That's right, yeah. Did genuinely had no interest in anything, which was a kind of an eye-opener. So, I, again, I'd go back to saying we need to get back into the schools, we need to push them, and we need to get these kids that have no interest interested. Yeah. And that's across the board. And not just from a Gaelic football point of view, but just for a, a lifestyle point of view. And we know all the anti-social behaviour that's going on and all. And like it comes hand in hand. If you can keep kids in sport, it's, it's great for the you community. See, I see them coming in one school there and they're absolutely fabulous final nights. Yes. You know, and you think, oh, you thought they're coming in one school, they're under 11 or 6th class, 5th class. Yeah. And they're all coming through. Yeah. Then something, is something happening there? I don't know. Maybe yeah, so you're going to secondary school. Then. Yeah, maybe the maybe the um, I know some of the the country schools, the likes of Palatine out there, um, the likes of Grange are pushing hard. Um, further down the field, I'm not sure, but definitely in the town when we done the couple of we done Asker, we done Bishop Foley's, it was an eye opener for us now. To be honest, for yeah. me personally, to see yeah. the amount of them that weren't involved with GA. Okay, and it's just as we speak there at the moment, I'd say there's a presentation college team, junior football team, heading to uh, Port Leash tonight for a Leicester Junior C final, I think it is. Yes, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. One or two of the chaps in Greg Cullen here on it, so Are they? we yeah. wish them well, yeah. Well, you're, you're happy to figure on the pulse, haven't you? Young Danny McGrann, that's it. Yeah, happy to get somebody at us. No, no, young no. Danny, I know, is on the Leash yeah. Winders. He, he yeah. plays with this presentation there. He's a good chap. No, these, these are these juniors now, these... It could be in yeah, fifth yeah. or sixth classes, eh? or younger. I think the juniors would be only um, under third junior year. Okay, very good. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, but look, yeah. they're they're playing like, and that's obviously what you're looking for, and you want. Well, yeah, yeah, but it, I suppose it's to make it attractive and to keep them involved, and mm. like I would have seen myself over the years, the drop off rate is massive. Yeah. Um, why I don't know. I've always said it, especially you know sometimes coaches trying to train underage teams as adults mm. Mm. you know kids are kids they need to have fun you yeah. know and you have to try and incorporate the whole thing and again it's back to going to seminars and you know yeah. learning how to involve the whole lot of them as one we could go on and on about this but there's no there's no real answer is there to me the schools are the answer the schools are the answer that's, that's okay, what i that's think fair. yeah 100 sometimes what happens is you get a group of lads who come together. Well, you can get a very special, have, and you have, yeah. And you have to, you have to really yeah. sort of... But even in our own club yeah. years ago, the O'Hannerns, look, they were a special yeah. group that came yeah. through. You know, yeah. and Brian Dunn, the work he done over the years was tremendous. And, yeah. you know, he was a great man. Okay. I don't have more to say, is there? No. no, no Looking no, forward to the challenge this year with Greg Cullen. Yeah. Yeah, Jason yeah. Ryan is in there. He, he's a great guy. He's, he's a guy, like, am I right? He managed Wexford. Correct, unlucky not to beat Off, Dublin. Offaly. That year. Kildare. Kildare, was it? Yeah, yeah he was yeah, in Kildare, yeah, yeah. 
he kind of, yeah, he, he, Kildare was a big one for him. Um, he done fabulous work with Mike's Brilliant work. But um, and how did you get him? I'm not sure, to be honest. And how did you get involved? Uh, he came to me. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I had no interest in going in. I met him in the Dolman Hotel for an hour one night at 7 o'clock. He said, look, Bernard, to be finished today, I'll be out the door. Mm. And at half 11, I shook his hand and said, I'm in. So we got on well. We turn ideas at each other. Um, they're coming along nicely over there. Uh, Ted Joseph's wasn't a great game. Um, lost by fifteen points. Upbeat to hockey. Um, we played Port Leeds last week. It was at that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to you there. Yeah, yeah it was the a good, goals. good was game. The goals. Yeah, the goals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look at and to me personally, just looking at, it, I think we're moving nicely for the time of year. It is. It's early. Uh, we have a two-week break now from games, so we're, we're we're doing our running blocks now, and yeah, we're 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 organised. There's a big improvement in them, yeah, and hopefully they'll get on well this year. All right, listen, we'll leave it at that. Thanks a million. Go good, Karen. Thank you very much.